It's S-W-O-P-E-S My crew, my boo, my weed's the best So ahead of my time, you can't see me yet But the last thing you'll ever see is me be stressed mm. Hello, hello, hello everybody, how are you? Hi, <laughs> I don't even know how to start <laughs> It's nice to be back again It is coming up on spring time And I'm excited about that because it's gonna be nice warm weather. Sometimes I like to say that I like cold weather, but I think I like warm every now and then. And there's some big changes that are coming up for me. I can't quite share, I mean, I can share them. I've just decided not to uh, for quite some time. But once I do decide to share, I promise you'll understand why. It's a pretty big life change. I'm not pregnant. Don't even assume so. <laughs> but I'm definitely making a little change I wouldn't say little I guess but a pretty big change in life so I can't wait to share that with you all but instead of just dwelling on that and just holding some invisible news in front of your face which I think is completely rude of me <laughs> I've been well regardless lots of personal projects a lot of reinvention a lot of awareness a lot of just springtime cleaning in that sense I guess from my personal and my brand so I guess that that's been good. I guess that's always good for anybody. So I think we should all like keep checking in with ourselves and making sure that we're reanalyzing if our goals are still, you know, what we should be going towards. So I guess that kind of does tie into a little bit of one of our topics today, taking action. Normally in my podcast, I'll do three different topics. And so today we're going to talk about stress, leadership, and taking action. Three things that sometimes can be a struggle to anybody. I've definitely struggled with it in my life, so I'll share some personal experiences with those things, but I'll also share some tips and tricks on what can really help you and what can make your day-to-day -day successful, okay? So how about we jump right into it? So our first topic is stress. How do you have less stress? Sometimes stress is just inevitable, right? But I guess it's just the way that we respond to what's happening to us. So number one, identify what stresses you out. You really got to be honest about what it is, what's going on, what is happening. Analyze that. Is it even worth like what's even going on? Like what's the outcome? What is the price paid? And you know, like I said, be really honest with that. Like be mindful in every moment and be present where you can say, okay, what is happening? Is this purpose driven? Is this like, does this add up to what I'm really trying to accomplish? And so you also have to consider, are you having too many demands and too little time? A lot of people can spread themselves a little too thin. You've really got to analyze how much are you, how much are you giving and how much are you taking also? You really just got to balance everything out. So just remember that you're in control. Think about what you can remove. Think about what you can add to your life to make it more simple and clean and organized. But what can you remove also? People, objects, experiences. It doesn't need to just be like a physical thing. It could be a mental practice. It could be a habit. It could be a person who's just driving you nuts, who literally just stresses you out anytime you walk by them. Like, Maybe it's time to just walk a different way. So just take responsibility for your stress. Take responsibility for what is going on around you. It's more about how do you want to act based on what you're experiencing instead of how do you want to react to it? How do you take action based on what you're experiencing? So don't just react to the situations. Do something about it. 
And that has everything to do with taking responsibility for your life and not allowing anybody else to be the one to say, okay, hey, I'm going to make you feel this way. So now your life is in my control. You don't want anybody to be controlling your life. So you really got to make sure that you're being in control, taking responsibility for your everything, even if it's not your fault. I mean, taking responsibility does not issue you fault whatsoever. And then two, time management is huge. Taking the initiative to make sure that you are asking for help and also helping others because that can really assist you and help you in getting towards your goal in life. And that's also going to assist you with setting your priorities. What's important to you? What's your mission? What's your purpose? What's the goal in what you're trying to do in your day-to-day? Is what you're doing not even adding up? So just consider those things and make sure that you're pacing yourself too. You're pacing yourself. You're considering that you're not rushing too much because what you rush will never last long. And what you want to last long cannot be rushed. It has to be... Every detail has to be built. If you rush a building being built, there's going to be some pieces missing. You want to make sure that each piece is correctly made and administered and put in and hammered in so that the building can be as whole and as one. And so you got to treat yourself, treat your priorities, treat your time management like that. So pace yourself. Take time. Don't rush. Patience is key. And that means also taking breaks, taking relaxation moments for yourself and slowing down, maybe using aromatherapy for yourself. I do believe that having certain scents and different aromas will really set your senses to a different place. There are certain smells that bring me to a calmer place than others. And if you know yourself, if you know what makes you happy, what makes you cozy, what makes you feel at ease, search that out and find that for yourself. It's not, it's amazing how we can control our senses and our environment and our mood and our vibe just by picking certain things to eat, smell, feel, hear. Don't close off just one sense to music or whatever. Like get a nice blanket, get a nice food, get a nice drink, get a nice whatever the sense may be. Like it's just, you have control over what you get to feel and how you get to slow down and how you get to appreciate day to day just by little things here and there, right? Also, one of the greatest things for me sometimes is this thing called the Pomodoro effect, where basically you're focused on a single task every 25 minutes. And for every 25 minutes, you take a five minute break afterwards. And then after every five minute break, after the fourth time, you take a 30 minute break. And then you just continue your task and then you probably finish when you have your designated break time in the day or you're done in your day. And that's supposed to really help you with just taking your mind in and out, getting your focus in a different way to analyze things, not just in a really kind of stagnant way, but it's helpful to see things in a new approach. So taking that five minute break sometimes brings you outside of where you were, even in the sense where... Like for my third topic here within how to be less stressed, when you're doing something or you're putting your to-do list for the day together, right? You want to make sure, at least for me personally, that I'm accomplishing all the easiest tasks first, okay? Because that means that all those easy tasks are mostly maybe five to 10 minutes, not even, right? But they almost kind of give me this amazing ability and confidence to continue throughout the day because I'm checking things off. But like if you 
almost do your longest task earliest, you kind of forfeit yourself by completing all these little tasks because later when you're tired and you're almost done and depleted, you're kind of brushing off these little simple tasks that could have been so easy earlier on and could have given you this drive and tenacity and momentum. But with that being said, I think the thing is, is that when you start something and you switch over to something else, sometimes we don't feel like switching over or changing between the 25-minute tasks, the single tasks or whatever. If you think about only spending five minutes with something and you say, okay, I'm only going to do it for five minutes, okay? Every time I feel like after I've done it five minutes, I want to keep doing it for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. (laughs) It's almost like when you're not in it, in an experience, you know, you almost don't care or want to be in it. But then once you get into it for those five minutes and your energy is attached to it, it starts feeling a little different. Now you care a little bit more. And so give yourself five minutes to care about something. That's all. Five minutes is five, 60 seconds, you know, break it down as much as you need to. Don't overwhelm yourself. Just think about it in the smallest of terms. Give yourself five minutes to just try whatever. And that's going to really assist you with breaking down and doing what's easy first and less stress for yourself without having to be so, it's like you just don't want to do anything. You're maybe putting something off. When you're procrastinating and you just cannot begin something and you almost dread the next assignment or the next task. But once you just give yourself that little bit, promise, it shifts a lot. And You've also got to, like I said, you've got to write, well, you've got to, not even just write, I almost said the next step, but you've got to think about, is it worth it? What are you doing? Is it adding up to the big picture of what you're trying to accomplish, okay? And I think my biggest thing to really adjust to most of these issues is to just write everything down. Always write everything down. It's easier when everything's not so in your head and you're just, everything's just floating around and it feels so much bigger, so much just overwhelming. You just have to really think about breaking things down, writing them down and looking at them physically because it really does help you in the long run. And that brings me to my fourth point is getting organized, okay? You really just want to make sure you're getting organized in any way that you can possibly get organized. This is really going to assist you with getting rid of any of the stress that you're dealing with. Stress to me for the longest was unsure of the unknown. And as much as I am excited about the unknown now because it's a different approach, it's a little less confusing because when I wake up in the morning, I have my morning routine. And then when I come back from my morning routine, I do my to-do list for my whole day. And then I write my to-do list down and then I break that down in timing. And then what am I doing each thing at which time or whatever and then I'm crossing it out crossing each thing off and I'm also every time I'm organizing them by time like I said I'm also organizing by what's easiest first what's urgent what's important what's what's not urgent but what's important just think about those certain things I think are really helpful and making sure that you've got maybe a calendar that you use on your phone you know you've got a personal calendar that's physical in your hand you got a notebook anything that you need that can be the second brain to you is key. And not even just that, but making sure that your space is clean too, making sure that you're 
wherever you are at, your space where you be creative, where you almost kind of seclude yourself from all the other chaos of the world, it's like you got to make sure that that space is clean, it's neat, it's organized so that you can think and just be less stressed, feel at ease and feel good in a space that you can grow and learn and just evolve. You don't want to hold yourself back in that way. So clean up in your head, clean up in your organization, clean up in your space, clean up in your intentions, simplify all of the things that you think need to be overplanned or overthought. Just go, just do. That's all. That's it. Now, another wonderful thing to do to be less stressed specifically is to have a routine. That means to be, you know, have something for yourself where you're practicing morning, noon, and night, okay? Something that's consistent, whether it be about self-care, whether it be for your business, whether it be anything, just making sure that things are consistent in their own way. And that can include sleeping well. There's a lot of things that involve sleeping well, and I'm not just going to sit here and pretend I'm a doctor because I'm not, because everything is a variable, and I'm not going to generalize it all. But I will say that when we sleep well, life is well. So just make sure that you're communicating with whoever you need to to make sure that you are accomplishing a good sleep pattern. And also making sure that you are making an effort to maybe create some kind of, if you are a content creator like me specifically, or someone who just creates in general, have some kind of content calendar for yourself or an art calendar or some kind of intentional calendar to have things to hit every day to stay consistent, to stay focused and driven with a pattern and a brand and something that people can look forward to from you to share and to learn and to educate through. And I think we are as much as we give to others and as much as we teach to others. So I think it's best that we never hold secrets, but we're always just continuously giving. And so if you're almost stuck a little bit on what you should be doing now, just think about what kind of community can you create for people like you, right? So create from that. Now also, you know, part of that self-care routine, you can work out if you'd like, you can eat well, you can meditate. You can also use guided meditation. You can try guided imagery, which I think is pretty cool, or guided sounds, you know, listen to rain noise. Imagine and use your imagination to envision you are somewhere where you love, where you feel good. Close your eyes, hear the sound, feel it, envision it, smell it. Just try to practice that as much as possible. Another really nice thing you can do is relax each muscle and body part that you have within you. It's a really nice meditation process sometimes is to just kind of start from your toes or start from your head, even if you'd like. Sometimes I start from my head and just relax each spot. So start with your eyes, rest your eyes, rest your eyebrows, rest your forehead, rest your cheeks, rest your jawbone. Rest your neck, rest your shoulders, rest your arms, your wrists, your hands, your hips, your legs, your knees, your thighs, your shins. Relax your ankles, your feet, toes. It's a really nice process. <laughs> I hope you get the gist. It's really a nice, it's nice to just be present. Practice breathing and to be present with your breath. Meditation isn't this like thing where you're supposed to be perfect, you're supposed to be silent, you're really just supposed to sit with yourself and be present with yourself and to 
go through all the emotions you're feeling naturally. It's really the least fakest thing possible. Really just a check-in with yourself. So practice that, have a routine with that, and you really could be on your way to not just being perfect, but just picking out what needs to be worked on and then actually working on it, taking action through that. So we'll talk about how to take action as well. Now, you can also practice gratitude and make sure that you're practicing better self-talk to yourself. Make sure that you are being your own friend, loving yourself, speaking kind to yourself, understanding yourself, being patient with yourself, holding yourself accountable, holding trust with yourself. Sometimes we say things and we'll be like, oh, we're going to do that. I'm going to do that tomorrow. Well, you better hold that trust with yourself because if you keep telling yourself you're going to do something and then you never do it, I mean, who is that really hurting? You're just hurting yourself because the more you say that you're going to do something, the more you're like, oh, well, I know I say things all the time. I'm not really going to do it. You really have to make sure you are practicing self-talk with yourself, first and foremost, right? Make sure that you're practicing that gratitude with yourself. You're thankful for where you're from, thankful for where you're at, because that's the things that's going to bring you to the next step in your life. Be present. Don't just exist through where you're at now. Pay attention to stuff. Pay attention to things. Pay attention to how you can come up, how you can level up, how you can be better than where you're at right now. Find a book, find a passion, find a thing, find a whatever, find a lesson, a learn, a growth, a pattern that can put you in a direction where it's not necessarily okay, every day's got to be the same. Be okay with a different trajectory, a different path in the same path. There's a lot of options out here and a lot of possibilities and a lot of opportunities that I get very excited about. So I guess, how do I relieve stress specifically, right? You're probably wondering. And I mean, these tips are, these are very much what I practice. But to be specific, I guess, I practice patience. I used to think that, I don't know, I I just, I don't know what I thought about patience. Patience was almost just provided but it's like patience is a practice it's a means to happiness and a means to dramaless life it is a means to kindness and understanding and acceptance for everything for changes for no's for yeses for everything I think so just I think the biggest stress reliever for me is patience in practicing patience through my routine, practicing patience through my business, my personal, my relationships, everything. So yeah, next topic, leadership. Okay, so leadership is a pretty interesting topic. I thought I'd talk about it because I feel like some people struggle sometimes with maybe just taking control of a situation, right? Like maybe they just feel like they're maybe the follower type or something. Maybe we we might not always feel like we are confident enough to be the one to say what we think. And I think this is for those people, right? So first, I'd say communication is absolutely key. Make sure you are communicating. You make sure you are observing everything. Make sure you are listening to everything. And when you are honest about your feedback, make sure there is tact involved. And when I say tact, some people don't know what tact means, but tact means that you are saying things with other people's feelings and emotions in mind and with their intentions in mind. You've got to really say things with understanding that it could affect other people. And that's what tact means. So realizing that there may be an outcome that you didn't expect 
but you should consider those expectations when you do anything. (laughs) So speak love, show love, but also hold people accountable. You want to make sure that you're holding the ones around you accountable because that will make you a leader. You're not just someone who allows other people to just exist and to do things willy-nilly. I mean, you you want to make sure that stuff gets done and that's on that's what a leader does, right? So don't be afraid to hold people accountable, but also speak with love and tact and make sure that you are being understanding in that way. Now, two I have a little bit of problem with this one. This is micromanaging. Now, sometimes we have to understand that we cannot spread ourselves so thin. We have to understand that we cannot do everything, right? Because we aren't made for everything. And there's a million other people on this earth that are supposed to do all those things and assist us with those things. So that means that we have to give trust in order to earn trust, And we've got to give people the benefit of the doubt. We've got to find the good within people in order to allow them to help us. And when we allow others to help us, that really allows us to help us because we're giving ourselves more time to focus on the things we're actually good at and things that we can actually provide for other people in turn. So honor others through their passions and honor yourself through the trust and the benefit of the doubt that you can provide for those others. Another wonderful way to become a leader in your community, in your relationships, and whatever, is to set goals for yourself, whether they be daily, monthly, yearly, long-term, short-term, whatever. Now, that means when you hold yourself accountable, when you give these wonderful goals for yourself, you are... You know, you're always one step ahead of yourself. There's no competition with other people. There's no perfect moment. There's no nothing. You're just always continuing growth. And that in itself is an inspirational thing to many people. And that is something that a lot of people cannot necessarily do. So I think just realize that nothing is impossible. Make sure that you're staying consistent. And make sure that you're having intentional and flexible goals for yourself. You know, you if things change, it's not the worst thing in the world. Go with the flow and be okay with the changes life comes with because those are the things that teach us the best lessons, right? And between all those types of situations, have self-check-ins with yourself. Check in and say, is this really the place I'm trying to go towards, okay? And is it working? Is what I'm doing even working? And is it prospering? Do I feel good? It's really not about anybody else but you. Do you feel happy? Are you happy? Right? Now, the next way to become a better leader is to embrace new ideas and new opportunities for yourself. I wouldn't necessarily get to be a yes man. I mean, I'll be honest, I was a yes woman for a very long time. I always not necessarily new, but I had hoped that every one of my experiences would bring me to the next and it would teach me something or another. Maybe not everyone was perfect for me, but I promise that everyone taught me something that I maybe should do next or shouldn't do. So I don't regret any of it, not one bit. So I would say most important thing with being a leader is to embrace new ideas and new opportunities. And that means embracing the new experiences that come in front of you. Be present with those because those are the things that make life worth everything. It's not these 
these times where you hit a goal and you're successful for one of those moments and you're like, okay, now what next? It's the progress. It's the process. It's the experience of every day where we are learning and growing through. So embrace those new ideas, embrace the failures, embrace the confusion, embrace the questionable moments, because those are the ones that kind of inspire you to push through and to conceptualize a little different. And make sure that you are teaching yourself consistently, read as much as possible, ask as many questions as possible. Don't hold yourself back from educating yourself because the less you ask, the less you know. And the thing is, it's like ignorance is not bliss whatsoever. So have fun with being educated. It's not Life is not this thing where we're supposed to be born perfect. We're supposed to be perfect all the time. Like the fun of life is to not be perfect and to fix those imperfections consistently and to educate ourselves consistently and to always get better. We're not supposed to be our best right now. We're supposed to always become our best. So be excited about becoming your best. Be excited about growing. Be excited about being wrong. Be excited about failing because that's only bringing you to your next best self. Now, that brings me into the next leadership point is integrity, right? So you always just want to make sure that you are focusing on right over wrong and doing what you say, holding yourself accountable in that way and making sure that you're holding positive standards for yourself, speaking positive to yourself, speaking positive to others, not gossiping, not talking trash, not investing your time and yourself in things that aren't beneficial to the authentic outcome that you're hoping to have. Like I said, the fake it till you make it concept isn't the most realistic and it's not going to make you last very long. It's a really detrimental kind of idea where if you fake it till you make it, then you got to fake it the whole time. And you really just want to have that struggle with being yourself as much as possible because you don't want to be chasing or begging to be in a space. You want to be invited and welcomed and feel whole in one. So do that. Now the next topic we have, last but not least, is balance. And balance to me is pretty important because I do believe that a lot of people talk about the concept of personal work balance, right? It's like this never-ending stress of like, how can I have more personal time but I'm working? I think it's an unnecessary stress. I think that we put too much thought into it. I think that if you really decided to have more personal time, you could. But I think there's fear involved. Now, let me explain. Number one, don't try to be everything, okay? Focus on your strengths. Focus on what makes you happy. Focus on what you're amazing at. Focus on your love for what you do, okay? That means you've got to outsource as much as possible. Outsource what doesn't work for you, what you're not good at, what's making things take too long. And you've got to make sure that you're saying no to things that don't work. You've also got to make sure that you're not feeling guilty about saying no. You have to make sure that you're taking responsibility for your time and your life because that's most important to you. That's balance. Okay. Balance is your responsibility, not anybody else's. It's not about your boss. It's not about the environment. It's not about the economy. It's not about anything. It's about your responsibility with what you want to do with the opportunities and possibilities presented to you. 
Now within that, you've got to make sure that you are taking the time to make time. Okay. Now, when I mean that, I mean, you're realizing that time management is very important. You're taking your time to make sure that you are organizing your time. You're making lists. Now, one of the lists you could do, if you'd like, if you are one of those personal versus business time peeps, which I think is realistic, don't get me wrong, you've got two lists. Now, you've got a personal list and you've got a business list. Now, on these two lists, you've got four different things. These four different things are urgent versus important things, okay? Now, urgent and important, you write underneath. Important but not urgent, write underneath. Urgent but not important, write underneath. And neither, okay? And then in that order is the importance of what you should be addressing. And urgency is clearly of most interest to your life and to others. And so you should make sure that you're tackling those things most importantly. And most urgent things are probably the most quick. They don't take that much time. So just hit them real quick and then move on with your life. What I like to do too, my biggest thing for time management is scheduling absolutely everything. This is down to like my shower. This is down to my breakfast. This is down to, I mean, I wouldn't say this, like get dressed or like put on a sock. Like, nah, we're not going that far. But like, Definitely scheduling everything to the point where it feels good to check it off because those take time and that makes you feel like you're accomplishing things and you're successful in your day. Because it's not every day that we all feel ready and willing to just do everything it takes to complete our day. Sometimes it takes a lot of energy to brush your teeth. Sometimes it takes a lot of energy to take a shower. Sometimes it takes a lot of energy to get dressed for some people, you know? And so like we have to acknowledge and celebrate ourselves for those things sometimes. And that's important. So don't put yourself down for accomplishing the little things. Make sure you're writing those things down. Make sure that you are giving yourself the successful momentum and motivation that you deserve. Now, that means promising yourself. Like I said before about this trust with yourself, it's very, very, very important. You have to make promises to yourself because that's a relationship with yourself. And the more that you break the promises with yourself, the less you trust your own word. Trust your own word and then that will give yourself more leeway to actually commit and to stay consistent, and to be motivated, and to stay driven in your goal, right? So trust yourself, love yourself, be your friend, be your best friend, and ignore any trivial moments, any confusion, any distractions that don't add up to the big picture. Make sure that you're designated personal hours, business hours. For me, I have 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. as my personal time. That's why I wake up at 5 a.m. every single day because it's just the time that I need for myself to check in, to stay committed to the fact that I get to choose my own energy before anybody else gets to because the world is a whole mess, as we know. So we got to make sure that we are picking our own energy. Don't allow anybody else to affect what you got going on in your goals, right? Because you are here to help other people at the end of the day. So do what you can do for you and your community. And that means... Maybe designate a certain hours for your personal, which can assist you in feeling better about those business hours. So because I have the five to nine for my personal, 
I have greater sense to complete things and to stay aware and mindful in that nine to five, to answer calls, to be patient, to be creative and feel successful and confident in myself. So make sure that you're taking those designated hours and and holding yourself accountable to those hours because they're very, very important. Also, what I realized too, biggest time management waste is taking in-person meetings. If you don't need to take an in-person meeting, don't do it. Do online meetings these days. It's so easy. Have a Skype call with somebody. Have a phone call with somebody. You don't need to get up, go out, have lunch, do that. Like conversation is very easy these days. Just meet people online, have an online meeting with somebody and that saves you a ton of time. Another way to balance your time is to analyze your time. This is pretty obvious, but it's a hard one for some people to admit. So you gotta think about how are you spending your time? What are the boundaries you are setting for yourself? How are you saying no? How are you saying yes? What are your intentions? What are your decisions? What's your decision-making process? Are you actually doing the things that make sense? And what's your body saying? Are you nervous? Sometimes I don't want to do something and it takes me like weeks to do it. I've got to maybe listen to that and be like, maybe I just don't want to do it. Maybe I just don't care about it, right? And that could be, I mean, I guess we can talk about this podcast. I haven't done it in weeks, but that doesn't mean I don't care about it. It was always on my mind and I was like, oh, I got to do it. I got to do it. That's different. It's more so like, oh, I'm dreading this. Oh my God, I don't want to do this. Oh, it's like, then don't do it. You don't have to do anything. If so, I mean, if you've got a job, you got this, whatever, it's like, and it's like tackling you down, it's like killing you, like, just get out of there, man. Like, and I know it's, it could be a struggle, it could be a process to just fix and adjust around these things that you might be distressed through to get out of, but like, stress is the number one killer on this earth. Do you want to die based on somebody else's intentions and their dreams? You better die off your own, right? So, what is your body saying? Listen to it. Listen to your mind, listen to your gut, listen to your soul, listen to your heart, listen to it all because it's telling you something. And then also, where are your mistakes lying? What is your mistakes? How did you make them? Where, what, why, right? Be realistic about that and make sure that you're not just picking at yourself to be like, I made mistakes and I this. Like, adjust where it needs to be and be better next time like don't be a defeatist be a victor don't be a victim this is not a place where you're supposed to feel down in the dumps about being sucky like be sucky and then suck that shit up and then go on like just be confident in your suck (laughs) because that that means that you're trying That means that you are giving and doing and existing more than people can even fathom. And that to me is true life and true existence and true living. You better work that realistic living. Yes, analyze your ish. Okay, so finally for the balancing act, make a must to-do list. This is beyond the two lists that I gave the urgent, important, whatever, you've got to put together a must-do list, which means this means good health equals everything else. So this good must list is working out, eating well, maybe whatever, like going to shoot every now and then, have to post a podcast, have to do a YouTube, have to do post, whatever. It's like these very specific things that almost kind of give you a tactic, right? 
Give yourself a tactic to consider, to practice, to focus on, and get better at it. Have fun. Give yourself a challenge. And don't be so defeatist to the things that may give us issues or that could seem like sacrifice. Those things that people always talk about, like eating well and working out and cutting people off that aren't helpful and all that stuff. Like, it's like people just don't say that for no reason. It's like they really say it for a reason because it genuinely means something. And if you just give yourself a chance, you can feel that too. It just takes patience. It takes giving yourself that moment to realize it. Because sometimes all it takes is just a little click. So allow yourself that little click. Thank you so much again for listening to my podcast, you wonderful, wonderful people. I will see you next time. And until then, take care and have a wonderful one.